Hello there, my brother, and welcome to the Inspired by Impact 24 Before 2024 Challenge for Men. Now, the challenge is really simple. Hear the inspiration, determine your integration, and commit to taking your one small, specific, and simple step in the next 24 hours to ignite the impact you wish to see in your world. Now, let's get to today's challenge. Hello, my brother. Here we go with day 13 of the 24 before 2024 challenge. And this one is going to be inspired by my dear brother, fellow podcaster and physique engineer, Philip Pape over at the Wits and Weights podcast. And day 13 is all about how do you control your mental health? Side note here, man, for a lot of men, I don't, I would be willing to bet that you're not quite sure where your mental health is at exactly. And the reason being is, think about it. Do we have a mental health scale that we step on? We do, but we're not aware of it. So take think about it like this. If you wanted to just get a very rough idea of the kind of shape that you're in, Sure, go ahead and step on the on the scale. Obviously, the fucking scale isn't going to tell you everything, but it will tell you if you're 50 pounds overweight or not. Um, and just by looking in the mirror, you're going to tell. Like, how do your clothes fit? How do you look relative to how you looked in your 20s, right? Because most of us guys, 20s is where we peak, and then it's a fucking shit show after that. So we do have a mental health scale that we step on every single day, we just don't realize that we're stepping on it. So for me, the way, the scale that I was looking at with regards to my mental health is how much am I sedating? How much am I avoiding the activities that I know I need to be doing? How much am I procrastinating on those activities? And how much am I ignoring my feelings? And that takes us full circle to sedation. Because if I am just burying my head in work because I don't want to deal with my relationship issues, I don't want to deal with my emotional issues, and I'm just fucking pounding the pavement thinking that's what I'm supposed to be doing because that's going to help, that to me is no different than the dude who has a knee injury or a shoulder injury or a back injury, and yet he's still going to the gym because he's just trying to fucking work through it. And I've been there. Like until you actually assess the source of the injury and start not only rehab, but prehab so that these injuries have a less likelihood of happening in the future. In this case, the emotional injuries, you're fucked. And you're just going to keep re-injuring shit over and over and over again. You'll think, oh, I'll just work through the pain. That's what we fucking do. And that is horseshit and it needs to stop. So that being said, yeah, today is going to be another fireball episode. So day 13, how do you control your mental health? We need some inspiration from this. And I really cannot think of a better gentleman to ask than my man, Philip Pape, who has a very unique perspective on mental health that completely fucking changed the game for me. And if you can really hear what he's saying and then follow the one question for your integration step, fuck huge for me it's interesting mental health is never something i thought i struggled with until i 
realize that it can be defined in different ways for different people, right? Like for me, mental health um, starts to decline when I'm not balanced, when I'm not doing the things that, you know, fulfill my purpose. If I can be doing something, if I can define my mental health in terms of my activities, uh, I'm, I'm grounded. So whether that, and it can change, right? Like, so strength training is a big one for me, walking, my relationships, um, but it could be hobbies. It could be just rela- relaxation. You know, it's doing things, knowing that I can control the outcome. So Phillip's like me in that he rambles a lot. So I'm going to condense that down. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding, Philip. You're awesome. When you ramble, it is still exactly what we need to hear. So technically it's not rambling. And I am the champion of that. Hence why I'm rambling right now. But here we go. Quote, mental health is never something I thought I struggled with until I realized that it can be defined in different ways for different people. For me, mental health starts to decline when I'm not balanced, when I'm not doing the things that fulfill my purpose. If I can define my mental health in terms of my activities, I'm grounded. It's doing things knowing that I can control the outcome. End quote. Oh my God. So it is incredible how much as men, our mental health is directly linked to our purpose in life. Side note, if you don't fucking realize that now, realize it now. It is, oh my God. I'll stop there. But taking it a step beyond that, when my mental health goes to shit, I can directly link that to things that are out of my control, specifically trying to control things that are out of my control. How many downloads my podcast gets, how many MMUs other people are doing, the things I can't control. These are the things that the more I focus on them, the more fucked up I become. So here is our integration question. Brother, please listen to this. What is one activity you know directly impacts the quality of your mental health that is 100% in your control? Side note, after you do this, run it by another brother. Run it by another brother, like somebody, okay, so side note squared here. I say run it by another brother, but here's the thing. Like I go to the gym all the time and I see dudes training together. And since I've been in the game for a little while, I know when, I know when shit isn't being done the way that's supposed to be done. So sure, going to the gym and training with another guy, that's better than sitting on your ass on the couch. But if you're going to the gym with a dude who even himself thinks he knows what he's doing, but he doesn't know what the fuck you're doing. You're just going to be in, end up being another one of those assholes who's doing shit at the gym the wrong way and not getting the results that you want and only end up getting hurt, right? So I say reach out to a brother, but reach out to a brother that you know has got his game going on, okay? Anyways, you're going to need another spot with this one. So this one's IBI principle number 16, And it's so fucking fundamental. I should make it a core principle, but uh, there's already 10 of those. So this is IBI principle number 16, crush the first rep. Now, when you're getting ready for a heavy set, your first rep often dictates the rest of your set. If it's strong, you build confidence. If it sucks, the rest of the set is going to be that much harder. Making sure that you crush your first rep both inside and outside the gym is the best way to ensure the rest of the set and day has the best chance of being a strong one. So let me demo. Calling this one morning supersets. Now, I know two things beyond any shadow of a doubt now. 
First, the quality of my life is directly proportionate to the quality of my relationships. Two, my morning routine is non-negotiable. That's why I superset these two. The moment I am done my morning routine, the first thing I do is connect with a brother. It's usually just a quick video message, but combined with my morning routine, I'm starting off the day doing what's in my control and that I know brings me fulfillment and fucking owning that shit. So the question for you again, my brother, is this. What is one activity you know directly impacts the quality of your mental health that is 100% in your control? I'm going to rattle off a few other ones that I have not too recently found out work for me, but I know I've dialed in on them more, making sure they are regularly scheduled parts of my day. So number one walks, like going for my mental health walks, and most of my walks have a theme now. I've got a gratitude walk, I've got a walk with the block where that piece of shit voice gets to come out and say what he needs to say. I've got just my random appreciation. No, I already talked about the gratitude walk. I've got my head clearing walk. So when I'm working on shit like a podcast and just for whatever reason, something's not coming through me and I don't have the answer, I drop everything and go for a walk. Once upon a time that used to be drop everything and watch fucking Netflix, that didn't help at all. So I go for a walk now. Another thing is making sure I've got my food prep in. I found for me that when I am eating like shit, I feel like shit. And the number one thing that leads to me eating like shit is convenience or inconvenience. It's inconvenient for me to make healthy food, which means if I am doing my food prep, healthy eating is now convenient and it really affects my mental health dramatically. Getting to the gym, as Philip said, this is why I go to the gym before I was on a four-day split. The bare minimum now is five days. More often than not, it's six Often seven because I just, I want to go every day. Am I doing crazy fucking workouts every day? No. I go two crazy workouts, one dial down. Two crazy workouts, one dial down because I know just going to the gym is great for my mental health. Connecting with my brothers for my mental health, even if it's just to say, hey, I got this great idea. What you what do you think? Or hey, I feel like a fucking piece of shit right now and I don't know what's going on in my world. Just, I need somebody to listen. Or hey man, do you need a spot with something? Those are the things, but those are my things. And this isn't about me, this is about you. So what is one activity you know directly impacts the quality of your mental health that is 100% in your control? Stay tuned, my brother, because this was the halfway point of you getting to meet six of my closest brothers. So tomorrow, we're gonna get to meet number four. And as always, it's gonna be a fucking gooder. So until then, we got this. <laughs>